Good Sunday morning, and welcome to Forgiven, the weekly radio broadcast of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury. We're happy that you tuned in today, and we hope you will find the program beneficial to you. Now, here's our pastor, Joe Bassett. Benjamin Franklin said, Dost thou love life? Then do not squander time, for that is the stuff life is made of. Time is one of the most precious gifts that God gives to man. Our time on earth is limited, and what each of us does with our time on earth is our choice. When you're young, it's easy to think that you have an unlimited supply of time. And as you get older, you realize that your time is precious, that you need to use it wisely. What do you hope to accomplish with your life? Where do you want to go? How are you going to get there? What are your life's goals? And if you can answer those questions, let me ask you this question. How much time did you spend this past week making progress towards your life's goals? A lot of people make the mistake of postponing their big picture dreams until they're in a better position to make them happen. If your life's goals are important to you, then organize your time to make progress towards them every week or even every day. One of the best favors anyone has ever done for me was when I was about 38. A man who was much older than I asked me if I had ever had any time management training. I wasn't really sure what he was talking about, so he said, why don't we take one afternoon a week for a few months, and I'll teach you a few simple habits that'll make your life more productive. I was a little skeptical at first, but I respected the man, so I said, okay. And I got to tell you, what he showed me has helped me nearly every day since then. I haven't mastered everything he showed me, but a few simple principles have made a huge difference in helping me get things done. Now, in case you're saying, hey, where's the message about God today? Why are we talking about time management? Well, the fact is, being a good steward of your time is a Bible concept. It's a spiritual concept. It's a God-honoring concept. God wants our lives to be productive. Satan, on the other hand, wants our lives to be wasted. Now, tell me, if one man spends his life going after wicked goals, And then another man spends his life going after God-honoring goals, but he never makes any progress towards those goals. How is the second guy doing any better than the first guy? Your ideals and your good intentions don't matter a whole lot if you never do anything about them. Are you making progress towards your life's goals? How much time have you spent in the last week investing in your dreams? Now, I'm obviously not going to give you a time management seminar in the few minutes that we have together today, and I'm not qualified to teach it anyway. But what I would like to do is to emphasize the importance of using your time wisely, living by schedule. Practice simple habits that help you get things done. Don't just live your life just barely getting by, barely keeping up with the emergencies. Stay ahead of things. Have a plan. Set long-term and intermediate goals and take a chunk out of those goals on a regular basis. Like Ben Franklin said, Dost thou love life? Then do not squander time, for that is the stuff the life is made of. I recommend to everybody that they use a daily planner. If you're a techie, there's plenty of programs out there to help you plan your day. I'm still pretty addicted to paper. 
I use a, a binder planner that shows me two pages for every day of the year. On the left side of the page, I write down what I need to get done on a particular day. On the right side of the page, I keep notes on what I did that day. I keep track of appointments, phone numbers, obligations, conversations. It's all right there in my planner. That works so much better than trusting my memory like I used to do. And it works a whole lot better than writing things on little scraps of paper that instantly disappear. And I can hear somebody screaming again, what's that got to do with the Bible? Well, Moses prayed in Psalm 90 verse 12, Lord, teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Moses said, Lord, if you'll help me to take every day seriously and to be diligent about every day, I'll get more of the right things accomplished. Paul said in Ephesians 5, verse 16, redeeming the time because the days are evil. He said, man, there's too much trouble in this world for us not to make every day count. And that's what we're talking about today. Now, if I could only give someone one piece of time management advice, it would be this. Start every day with God. Discipline yourself to talk to God first thing every day. And take the time to read a verse from the Bible first thing every day. You'd be amazed at how that helps you jumpstart your day. Read a verse from the book of Psalms or the book of Proverbs. Maybe even write it down on an index card and take it with you. While you're shaving or taking a shower, talk to God. Thank you for another day. Thank you for giving you a head start by starting out your day blessed. I mean, whatever else happens that day, you're alive. You're free. You have God. You have the people in your life. You have a reason to get out of bed in the morning. And you have the strength to get out of bed that day. Start every day with God. I want you to listen to a song that my family and I recorded that says that very thing. I start each day with the Lord. told to a friend things I'm sure he's already heard but each time I share when I kneel in prayer he listens to hear every word now I wouldn't think about starting the day without asking Jesus to show me the way unchained and unfettered I feel so much better when I start each day Jesus, I'm ready, whatever's in store, I start each day with the Lord. Old Daniel prayed three times a day, he knew the power in prayer. He prayed until when, in the old lion's den, he knew that God was right there. Now we get caught up in the worry and God hasn't changed how he listens to us Since he redeemed me, it's worth it, believe me I start each day with the Lord I start each day with the Lord 
my way With Jesus I'm ready Whatever's in store I start each day with the Lord I start each day with the Lord I start each day with the Lord Why should I face life alone Why should I face it alone? Today when I'm tested and tried I want the Lord on my side I talk to Him at the start of each day For He knows each trouble that's coming my I'm ready, whatever's in store, I start each day with the Lord. I talk to Him at the start of each day, for He knows each trouble that's coming my way. With Jesus I'm ready, whatever's in store, I start each day with the Lord. With Jesus I'm ready, whatever's in store. I start each day with the Lord. I'm going to read a passage of Scripture for you from the Bible. It was written shortly after the life of Jesus Christ. It refers to the people of Israel before they became a nation. In fact, it's talking about that first generation of Israelites that crossed the Red Sea with Moses and made their way to the Promised Land. They came to the place where they were supposed to enter the Promised Land, but they were scared. They were afraid to go in. So God gave up on that generation, and he said, we'll do this again in 40 years with your children when they become adults. And that's exactly what happened. So now, about 1,500 years after that, when this passage was written, that piece of history is well known. And the Apostle Paul uses this story as a warning to Christians to not make the same mistake that the people of Israel made way back then. Listen to what he says. Hebrews chapter number three, wherefore, as the Holy Ghost saith today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me and saw my works 40 years. Wherefore, I was grieved with that generation and said, they do always err in their heart and they have not known my ways. So I swear in my wrath, they shall not enter into my rest. Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. What I want us to focus on is that statement, while it is called today. I've read that statement literally hundreds of times in my lifetime, My first reaction was often to laugh and say, well, it's always called today. But I knew that there was more to it than that. God's making an important point with that statement, while it is called today. He's using that phrase to demonstrate the urgency of every single day. And he even stresses how important it is for us to remind one another of the urgency of every day. He says, exhort one another daily while it is called today. It's so easy to get caught up in our routine that we forget the urgency of every single day. We forget to live each day to the fullest, to love the people in our lives, and to make progress towards our life's goals. Let's take a few minutes this morning to think about the urgency of today. This current set of 24 hours has a life of its own. It has its own historical and eternal identity, its own purpose, 
its own set of opportunities. By the time we're finished with this current set of 24 hours, we will have referred to it by three different names. Before it got here, we called it tomorrow. We gave it other titles like its date or the day of the week that it would occupy. We gave it many nicknames like next week or next month or some other time. But all those titles and nicknames were under the same surname tomorrow. Then at 12 o'clock this morning, this set of 24 hours arrived. From that point on, it will never again be called tomorrow. From 12 o'clock this morning until 11.59 tonight, this set of 24 hours will be called today. Then when the clock next turns from 11.59 to 12, this set of 24 hours will be given a new name, the name that it will keep forever. When the clock strikes midnight, this set of 24 hours will be named yesterday. Whatever else we might nickname it, whatever other titles we might give it, it will forever hold the surname yesterday. It used to be called tomorrow. It will soon be called yesterday. But for 24 hours, we will call it today. When it was called tomorrow, we couldn't use it. We could look at it. We could think about it. We could plan for it. We could hope for it. We could pray for it. But we couldn't use it. When its name is changed to yesterday, we'll never again be able to use it. We'll be able to remember it, laugh about it, cry about it, tell about it, maybe even build upon it. But we'll never be able to live in it and we'll never be able to change it. We can only actively use it while it is called today. While this set of 24 hours is called today, it's on the stage. It's in the spotlight. While it is called today, it's the only active window that we can work in on the screen of life. Once we begin to call it yesterday, we'll be able to view it, but it will be a read-only file. It's only usable while it is called today. So, while this set of 24 hours is called today, let's understand a few things about it. While it is called today, it is action. It is doing. When it was called tomorrow, it was at best resolution. Once it's called yesterday, it might only be good intentions or maybe even regrets. But today, it is action. It is making things happen. While this 24-hour period is called today, it can be used to do anything you're willing to work to make it do. While it's called today, it's a versatile tool that can build your life and the lives of those around you. When it was called tomorrow, it was only a picture of a tool in a catalog, a tool you wished for but didn't have yet. Once it's called yesterday, it'll be an obsolete tool that hangs from the ceiling at Cracker Barrel but never fixes anything. But while it's called today, it's a tool that stands ready to be used productively in the hands of a diligent laborer. While it is called today, it is a powerful weapon that can be used to defeat sin, to break the bonds of pride, and to overcome great obstacles. When it was called tomorrow, it brought hope, but it couldn't yet change anything. Once it's renamed yesterday, it'll either bring regret or it'll bring satisfaction, depending on what you do with it while it is called today. While this set of 24 hours is called today, it can be a medicine that brings healing to people we love. When it was called tomorrow, it could only provide band-aids of promises. Once it's called yesterday, 
It'll either leave ugly scars or miraculous smiles, but that depends on what we do with it while it is called today. God has great truths, eternal secrets that he wants to share with you. You can only learn them while it is called today. There are great answers to prayer that await you that are only available while it is called today. While it is called today, you can take action on your dreams, make progress towards your life's goals, progress that will be the foundation for other progresses to be built upon it. So that if you miss today's progress, other progresses aren't possible. While it is called today, there are many deep thoughts to be considered, thoughts that are interwoven with the particular experiences and emotions that belong to this single set of 24 hours. And since these experiences and emotions are not available at any other time, the thoughts that come with them will not be available on any other day. If you do not live your life to its potential while it is called today, you may miss the one great idea that will define your life. So it's absolutely urgent that you fulfill what might seem like tedious, monotonous duties while it is called today. History teaches us that divine appointments have been kept by people who utilized the only time that was at their fingertips. Abraham packed up his estate and moved at God's command. Abraham's servant met Isaac's wife. Jacob made a trade with his brother Esau. Moses heard God speak from a burning bush. Young Samuel three times answered the call of Eli, and on the fourth call he heard the voice of God. David was called in from keeping his father's sheep to be anointed the next king of Israel. Elisha was plowing in the field when God called him to do his work. Peter was doing his job as a fisherman when Jesus asked to borrow his boat to teach the multitudes. Even Saul of Tarsus was pursuing his life's purpose when Jesus gave him a brand new life's purpose. John was in the spirit on the Lord's day when Jesus appeared to him to show him the future. And every one of these opportunities would have been missed had these people waited until it was called yesterday to do what they knew they were supposed to do instead of doing it while it was called today. There are people in your life who need your encouragement while it is called today. There are people you will meet who will need to hear the gospel while it is called today. There are people who need to hear, I'm sorry, while it is called today. There are people who need to hear, I love you, while it is called today. Those who need to hear, I'm so proud of you, while it is called today. You can invest this 24 hours in eternity while it is called today. It was too soon to invest it while it was called tomorrow. It'll be too late to invest it once it's called yesterday. But while it's called today, you can make every hour, every minute, every second count for eternity. While it is called today, you have the wonderful privilege to walk in constant fellowship with God Almighty. While it is called today, you have the amazing opportunity to believe him, to take you to amazing places and accomplish unthinkable things. While it is called today, you can go alone with God, fall on your face before him, praise him for his grace and his mercy, sing songs of worship to him, and enjoy the wonderful sunshine of his love. While it is called today, you will choose between fulfilling the lust of your flesh and walking in the fullness of his spirit because you can't do both. While it is called today, you will choose between pursuing God's eternal purposes or pursuing your temporal appetites. You can't do both. 
While it is called today, you will choose between loving your heavenly father or loving all that is in this world. You can't do both. While it is called today, you can move one more shovel full of that impossible mountain. You can chisel one more chip off that impossible rock. You can travel one more mile of that impossible journey. There are words that are unique to today. Words that you must speak or they'll never be spoken. Words that you must write or they'll never be written. There are songs that can only be sung while it's called today because the brilliant thoughts that flood your mind, passionate feelings that fill your soul today, and the tune that goes with them belong to today. They won't wait. You must make them live while it is called today. There was a man named Daniel who knew that he must pray, but a law was established that forbid him to pray. It said that if he prayed, he would face certain death. That Daniel said, I must pray while it is called today. Today's burden must be carried today. And as each day passed, Daniel knew that he must pray while it is called today. His prayer took him in and out of the lion's den. And yet he continued to say, I must pray while it is called today. Eventually, the angel Gabriel stood before him and gave him the answer that he had sought out day after day. Gabriel's answer contained prophecies of the details of God's dealings with his people Israel. But also in Gabriel's answer was the announcement of the life and death of the Messiah. In fact, Gabriel told Daniel the precise day of the sacrificial death of the Messiah. Nearly 600 years later, the specific day that Gabriel had foretold finally arrived. That day in Jerusalem, Jesus Christ, the Son of God in human flesh, was nailed to a cross. He was crucified for the sins of all mankind. Jesus Christ was where he was supposed to be, doing what he was sent to do on the precise day that he was to do it. Jesus chose to fulfill his Father's will while it is called today. Because he died on precisely the right day, he also rose from the dead on precisely the right day. 2,000 years later, when precisely the right day came, you heard the story of Christ's sacrificial death. The Spirit of God said, while it is called today, take Jesus Christ as your Savior. And if you're saved, it's because you decided, I will believe on Jesus while it is called today. If you never heard the Spirit's call before today, perhaps you hear him now, tugging at your heart, saying, trust Jesus while it is called today. And today is the day that you must answer. You have an appointment with God, and you must keep it while it is called today. Until 12 o'clock this morning, it had always been called tomorrow. After 11.59 tonight, it will always be called yesterday. But for 24 fleeting hours, it is called today. You may argue that it's not so urgent for you to act because after all, you have many more todays coming to you. But I would remind you that if you haven't taken your todays seriously before now and you don't take seriously the today that you have right now, it's not likely that you're going to start taking your todays seriously anytime soon. And besides, There is no guarantee that you have any more todays coming to you. This could be 
the last one that you get. The things that matter, the things that you hope to do and plan to do and intend to do, you'd best get busy doing them while it is called today. Today's pretty urgent, isn't it? And there's nothing more urgent than knowing for sure that you're going to heaven when you die. The Bible says it is appointed unto men once to die, and after that, the judgment. After you die, you face God to give an account for your life. If you haven't taken care of business with God during your lifetime, it'll be too late when you stand before God. And the same Bible that tells us that all of this is true also says that there's only one way to take care of business with God, and that's by receiving Jesus Christ as your Savior. You've heard the message before, Jesus died for your sins. You know that God loves you and he wants to forgive your sins and give you everlasting life. You intend to do something about it one of these days, but you haven't done it yet. Maybe you'll do it tomorrow. But the fact is, you can't do anything tomorrow. You can only do it today. Why don't you make the choice to receive Jesus as your Savior today? Come clean with God right now. God, I know that you love me. Tell God, I'm glad that you love me. But I also know that I've rebelled against you. I've sinned against you. Thank you for sending your son Jesus to die for my sins. Please forgive me. Right now, God, I make the choice to receive Jesus for myself. I'm trusting Jesus. Please give me eternal life as you promised you would and help me to live for you. Amen. Listen, friend, if you made that choice today, God promises that you have everlasting life. The Bible says, he that believes on the Son has everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, you have everlasting life right now. Now, get to know God better by reading the Bible. If you don't have a Bible, we'll get you one. Just send us an email at forgiven at nbcdanbury.org. That's for at nbcdanbury.org. We'd be more than happy to send you your own copy of the Bible. Or, of course, you can call us or come visit one of our church services. You can read more about our church at nbcdanbury.org. And talk to God every day in prayer. He's real. And he wants to reveal himself to you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. God bless you, and have a wonderful week. The people of Northeast Baptist Church thank you for spending a few minutes with us this morning. We appreciate your time, and we hope that you enjoyed the Forgiven broadcast. If you'd like to contact us with a comment or a prayer need, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at forgiven at nbcdanbury.org, or you can call the church office at 203-798-7088. We invite you to join our live stream service this morning at 11. You can watch it at nbcdanbury.org on our Northeast Baptist Church Facebook page or on our YouTube channel. If you enjoyed the radio broadcast, you'll love our church services. We'll see you again next Sunday morning at 7. God bless you and have a great week.